0: Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome kids, it's poetry time! Hip hip hooray!
1: Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray!
0: Welcome everyone to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dutty Donuts. Queenie Chicken and I are on the second half of our road trip and so we're winding our way gradually back towards the club. As we do that, we're definitely seeing signs of the season shifting from summer into autumn. Gone are the long, hot days, and they've been replaced by some cloud, showers, a few rainstorms, and some strong winds, too. After driving through rain for a day, we even called up Sammy Showers, our weather forecaster, who helps us with the club, to find out whether the rain was ever going to stop. Talking of the club, While we're traveling, don't forget that our current competition's open on the topic of space and the sky. Your parents and guardians can enter your poetry and art by going to the competition page of our website. We can't wait to see what you send in. And maybe we'll feature your art on our website and feature your poetry in an upcoming episode. All of the weather we've been going through on our drive reminded us of when we faced a really blustery day at the club. And learned all about what wind is by calling up Sammy Showers. If you only recently joined Kids Poetry Club, you probably haven't heard the story, and so I'll tell you all about it by playing the episode on a blustery day, starting with what happened when I arrived at the club. I hope you enjoy it. There's nobody here That's strange I was expecting Queenie and Chicken Well, I'm sure They'll be here soon And when they arrive I'm guessing They'll be able To explain to me Why there's a spider's web Made of wool Across the entire Middle of the club I can't imagine Anyone else Would have built it While I wait I'll put the kettle on And find the bickies If they've been out In this wind They'll most likely Want a nice Hot cup of tea When they get here Oh, I can hear them arriving now. Hi, Queenie. Hi, Chicken.
1: Uh, Hi, little Dozy Donuts.
0: My gosh, what have you two been up to?
1: It's a long story.
0: I can imagine it is. The two of you are all bound together with string. Oh, and there's a piece of rope wrapped around your waist, Queenie, and then wrapped around Chicken's leg. What have you been doing?
1: Well, we've been flying our kites. Or, to say it more accurately, our kites have been flying us.
0: Isn't it too windy for kites?
1: Well, we didn't think so. And it turns out that we were wrong. In our defense, it was less windy earlier. Well, it actually looked like the perfect weather for kite flying. And so we dug out a couple of kites from the cupboards and went over by the farm stand to fly them. And it all started so well. But then the wind really started blowing. <laughs> yeah, as Chicken was just saying, it blew so hard that Chicken's kite lifted her right off the ground. I just about grabbed her in time, otherwise she could have blown away. To make sure it didn't happen again, we got this piece of rope and wound it around my waist and her leg. So, you know, that she was weighed down more and was safer.
0: That sounds dangerous. I love the rope idea, though. It must have kept you safe, chicken.
1: It did, until the wind started gusting and blowing in all directions. Well, when that happened, our two kites became entangled and spat out of control. Well, as they fell to the ground, they spun around and around. And before we knew it, they'd circled around us so many times that the kite string had wrapped around us tightly. Well, we just couldn't wriggle out, so we had to walk back to the club Like this. I mean, we're bound together.
0: Okay, let me get some scissors and let's see if we can cut you loose. Now, what happened to the kites?
1: Oh, those are long gone. The wind was just so strong that the string eventually broke. And both kites disappeared off into the distance.
0: (laughs) Not your beautiful parrot kite.
1: Yes, that's the one. It headed off down the street, closely followed by Chicken's dragon kite. Watching a dragon chasing a parrot made for quite an unusual scene.
0: There you go. At least you're free now. Oh, and I made you both a cup of tea to warm you up.
1: Oh, thank you, little Tazzy Donuts. That's exactly what we need. I've been out in wind before, but this was the strongest wind I've ever experienced. I have no idea where it came from or where it's going. Um, have I come to think about it? Where does wind go? It certainly seems really keen to get somewhere today.
0: That's a great question, Queenie. I'm not sure.
1: And it must have come from somewhere. And so if all that wind left somewhere to blow here, well, what's now in the place back where the wind came from? I mean, do we now have all of their air? Gosh, I sure have a lot of questions.
0: I know. Why don't you ask Sammy Showers? He's a weather forecaster and so must know about wind. How about you call him up after your cup of tea and get some answers to your questions?
1: What a great idea. Well, I tell you what, while I drink my tea, do you happen to have a poem you can read us? Perhaps what about wind?
0: I definitely do, Queenie. I have the perfect wind poem, in fact. It's called The Windy Day, and it's all about what it's like to fly a kite on a windy day, just like what you've experienced with chicken. Here, I'll read the poem to you now. It started this morning with the gentlest of breeze, barely enough to rustle the leaves in the trees. By noon it was blowing at more of a pace, enough to spread objects all over the place. All afternoon it blew with more and more might, snapped branches and bushes disappearing from sight. I should have known better that the timing's not right. To head off outside? to try fly my kite. It dragged me about and pulled me around, lifting both of my feet clear up off the ground. With a gust and a blow it lifted me higher as I dodged roofs and chimneys and telephone wires. Eventually it dumped me from quite a great height and I landed up here, still holding my kite. Which is how I'll explain what happened to me if I ever get down from the top of this tree.
1: Oh, thank you for the poem, little Dowsy Donuts. Well, I'm glad we didn't end up at the top of a tree. I don't know how we could have gotten back down again. Okay, well, I've finished my tea, so let's call up Sammy Showers. Well, he should be at the radio station right now, giving his daily weather forecast. Let's see if he can answer my questions. Well, I'll call the station now.
2: That's the forecast for today here on your local radio station. Sammy Shower's summary is, It's going to be very windy, so stay safe, and watch out for falling trees and debris. Oh, okay, it looks like we have a caller on line one. That's unusual, as we don't normally have anyone calling up during the forecast. Let's see who's there. Hello caller, welcome to the weather forecast with Sammy Shower's.
1: Hi Sammy, it's Queenie.
2: Hi Queenie, how are you today?
1: I'm wind-swept, Sammy. Very wind-swept. Thank you for asking.
2: So, how can I help you?
1: Well, I have a few questions about the weather, and I wondered if you'd have time to answer them.
2: Sure. What would you like to know?
1: Having been blown about a lot today, and having almost lost my best friend to a big gust, I thought I should learn more about the wind. In fact, I thought I should start by finding out what is wind, actually? What
2: a great question. Wind is the movement of air, and so it's air in motion. You can't see it, or hold it, but you can feel it.
1: Yes, I definitely felt it today. So what causes wind?
2: It has a lot to do with how the sun warms the earth. Our atmosphere is full of particles that you can't see. Those particles are all squashed into our atmosphere, creating what's called atmospheric pressure, just like the sort of pressure you get when you fill a balloon with air. Well. In places where the Earth is warmed a lot by the sun, those particles are heated and they rise, reducing the atmospheric pressure and creating what we like to call low pressure. As the hot air rises, cold air moves in to replace it from places with higher atmospheric pressure, and all of that movement of air causes wind.
1: Oh, that makes sense. I like a little bit of wind as that I can fly my kite. I wonder what causes strong winds, like the wind we have today. That
2: has a lot to do with the difference between high pressure and low pressure. The more the difference, the faster the wind will blow. It can be as light as a gentle breeze all the way up to a hurricane.
1: I guess it's like blowing up a balloon and then letting it go. All of that air that's pressurized inside the balloon will brush out to where the pressure is lower outside of the balloon.
2: Exactly. So on days like today, you're just outside of that balloon feeling a big gush of wind.
1: Okay. So my last question is about storm names. I've heard about storms and hurricanes getting names, but they never seem to name one after me or chicken. I was wondering, who do I need to write to in order to encourage the naming of a storm queenie or a hurricane chicken?
2: In the United Kingdom, storms are named by the Met Office, Elsewhere in the world, hurricanes and typhoons are named by the World Meteorological Organization, working through the letters of the alphabet. Now, there hasn't been a Storm Queenie or Chicken, but there has been a Typhoon Queenie in Asia back in 1945.
1: Really? Well, 1945 was well before I was born, though, and so I hope they use my name again soon. I'll tell you what.
2: Why don't we name today's windstorm after you? It won't be the official name, as today's wind isn't fast enough to have an official name. But unofficially, we'll call today Windstorm Queenie, and I'll use that name with every forecast I do today.
1: That sounds wonderful. Thank you, Sammy, for all of your help.
2: My pleasure, Queenie. Chat again soon. Well, you heard it here first, everyone. Be careful out there with Windstorm Queenie. It's going to be a rough one today.
0: So, Queenie, how did it go with Sammy?
1: It went really well. I now know all about what wind is, where it comes from, what happens. Oh, and the big news is that Sammy has given a name to today's windstorm. It's now called Windstorm Queenie.
0: Well, that sounds perfect. Windstorm Queenie. How great to have a storm named after you. Actually, that reminds me of another poem. It's called The Hurricane. I'll read it to you now. It first struck the garden with eye-watering force before knocking down plants, smashing open the door. It rolled through the hallway spreading papers and mud, falling furniture landing with an ear-shattering thud. It blew through the kitchen and then up the stairs, leaving a trail of old clothes and tipped over chairs. It stormed through the bedrooms where toys and books flew. The bathroom was next and the living room too. All that was standing was left lying down, and the house was the messiest one in the town. It's all the devastation you'd expect there to be, with a direct hit on home from Hurricane Me.
1: I do like that of Little Dazzy doughnuts, Hurricane Me, that's a little like Windstorm Queenie.
0: Oh, I completely forgot. With all of the excitement about the kite flying and calling Sammy, I forgot to ask you about this woolen spider's web here in the club.
1: Oh, yes. That's very impressive, don't you think?
0: Very impressive. It's like a real spider's web, only made from wool. Did you two make it?
1: (laughs) We did. So it all started when we were digging out the kites from the cupboard, when we found a spider in there, and it seemed like the wrong place for a spider. I mean, spiders need to be in places where they can spin webs and catch food in them. And there certainly isn't any food in our storage cupboard. Well, that poor spider was going to get very hungry. So we decided to take it outside.
0: That was a nice thing to do. So how did you get from that to a woolen web in the club?
1: Ah, uh, yes. Well, we watched the spider out of the window. As soon as we left it out there on the bush, it began to work on a web. It started with a long, silky thread, and it waited for the breeze to carry that thread from the bush over to the window of the club. Once it did that, the spider then walked across the thread and started making a web by adding little anchor points. Well, it took a while, but eventually the spider had a framework of a web, and it then went around in circles, adding sticky thread. Oh, so amazing to watch.
0: It sounds it, and you then tried to try it yourselves?
1: We did. We found this wool in the cupboard and used the same technique as the spider. Mind you, it did take a long time. It turns out that the spiders are so much better at it than queenies and chickens. And the spider didn't have to use a ladder either. You know, I bet that spider is still out there now. Let's see. It was just outside of this window here.
0: Oh, yes. There's the web. My gosh, that poor spider's been flung around in the strong wind.
1: Oh, no, I hope the web holds. Poor little spidey is getting blown all over the place. Hmm, I wonder if we should fetch it in and keep it safe in here until after the wind has died down. Well, it can't be much fun out there.
0: Before you do, how about I read you one more poem? You can then rescue the spider while I wrap up the episode. This final poem is called Layering. Here, I'll read the poem to you now. No matter the season, I love it outdoors. In summer I'm out there in t-shirts and shorts. Come fall and then winter it gets chilly and wet, so I'll share a life lesson you should never forget. When you're heading outside, layer on clothes, as many as you can from your head to your toes. They'll protect you from wind and even from snow. Wearing layer upon layer is the way you should go. Pull on multiple pants and five to ten socks. Wearing sweater upon sweater is nothing to knock. If you're layering right, you'll double in size. The only parts of you visible are your nose and your eyes. It will take you an hour, but when you are done, you'll be ready to head off for some seasonal fun. Oh, something I missed, right at the start. Don't miss this key step, else it all falls apart. If you started your layering, you've started too soon, as your first step is always to use the bathroom.
1: Well, thank you for the poem, little Dazzy Donuts. Okay, well, wish us luck. Chicken and I are braving Windstorm Queenie to go out and rescue the spider. Well, just in case, I've tied one end of the rope around me and Chicken, and I'm going to tie the other end to the door handle. You know, just so we can't blow away screaming,
0: come ready to save us. I definitely will. Good luck out there. Well, while Queenie and Chicken rescue the spider, I'd like to remind everyone that there's lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can see the pod snack video for the episode. Plus, there's information on how to send your poems and drawings into the club. You can learn more at kidspoetryclub.com. It has been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, Chicken and the amazing Sammy Showers. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us next week when we'll have a brand new topic and new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye kids. Until next time. This is... Little Dessie Donuts, saying, keep rhyming.